It's the Said G Podcast Show. It's the Said G Podcast Show. Hello, family, and welcome to the Said G Podcast Show. And as usual, I'm excited to be with you, the audience, which I consider my family. You know, I'm ready to do another episode. I've been marketing this episode for the past couple of weeks, and I'm excited to do it here today as I title it, Love's Gonna Get You. And what I mean by love's gonna get you is, it's basically talking about the addictions of living the street life. Most people try to associate addiction only with drugs or alcohol or something like that. Something hardcore, something popular to talk about. But today, we're gonna talk about the many other addictions to the street life. It's the Said G Podcast Show. Tell a friend. Subscribe to the Said G Podcast Show. It's available on all major platforms. Just go to your favorite podcast platform and search for Said G Podcast Show. Share the episodes with your friends, and I would like to hear from you all by leaving your opinion in the comments section. Let's create a community. One love, family. Welcome back to the Said G Podcast Show. I want to thank y'all for joining me today as I talk about this topic. Love's going to get you. And as I explained earlier, love's going to get you is all about the love for your addictions. You know, I'm talking about, I've been talking a lot about this street stuff, you know. I call it hood social politics because I'm from the hood, you know. I know a lot about the streets, the hoods. I grew up in the ghetto, and I like to relate that to what's going on in America, because because what's going on in America sort of led to a bunch of this stuff that goes on in the streets of America, in the ghettos of America. We got so many addictions that we deal with in the ghettos, in the hoods, 
And it's more than just drugs. It's more than just alcohol. And I wanted to talk about that today. And some of the things that could be uh, that goes on in the streets um, that we all do. We are all guilty of this. Um, you know, of course, drugs and alcohol, cigarettes, you know, you get addicted to sex, you gambling, you out there hustling and you got all this money around. And, you know, some people are out there addicted to gambling. It's the underground gambling, not in casinos and stuff like that, eating bad food. We out there hustling, we balling, you know, it's not like we going home to a, a, a healthy meal, you know, we eating a lot of fast food. You basically eating at every restaurant, any city, any restaurant that you can name, we eating there. Shopping, shopping is, is, is a real bad habit. Uh, women, most people associate women with shopping, but men get caught up in that too, you know. Especially out there when you're out there hustling and you're balling and you're getting it, you're getting it in, you're getting the bag. Uh, you're going to go to the mall. You're going to spend a, a, an incredibly a lot of money at the mall. Today, when you get older, you, you know, you get a lot more mature, you'll realize that you spent a lot of unnecessary money at the mall. You know, it's not like the money is circulating back in the community. Um, you're going to get your jewelry. Um, jewelry is a heavy addiction um, for a lot of young uh, males and females that, that that run the streets, that they get it in in the streets. So you're going to spend a lot of money on jewelry. Clubbing, you're definitely going to the club. You got to go to the club. I was a club fiend <laughs> when I was younger, out on the streets, out there swagging and balling and flossing and all that stuff. You, you definitely going to the club. Rado Lounge was the popular club back in my day, and I was a Rado Lounge fiend. Everybody went to Rado. Whoever was somebody on the east side of the D or in the D, period, they went to Rado Lounge if you were into clubbing. You definitely kept up with the latest fashion. You got to be the first one with it. Um, as soon as it hit the rack, you snatching it off the rack. Keeping up with the latest um, brand names and stuff and that type of stuff. That's just some of the addictions that you go through when you run in the streets, when you live in that street life. Like I said, it's not all about the addict that's getting high on drugs. These are some of the, the addictions that keep you running the streets. The love for money. You start, you get a little taste of that money. You want more and more and more and more. In a lot of cases, people are willing to do anything to get it. So that that's just uh, violence, violence. Some people are addicted to violence. Some people just, they don't have no emotions. They don't have any soul. They they have no feelings. They have no regard for life. You know, there's people running the streets, they appear psychopaths. Uh, so many people running the street, they're sociopathic. You know, people are addicted to a, a violence, but that's just some of the stuff that people are addicted to when it comes to running that street life and of course i looked up the word addiction and i googled it and of course you guys can go back and google it um, speaking from a nouns perspective this is a person who is addicted to a particular substance typically an, an illegal drug and this is the informal way how they explain their definition of addiction. An enthusiastic 
devotee of a specific thing or activity. And that basically describes it up. That, that basically sums it up. That's what's covered in all the things I just I just mentioned right there. And, um, for me, <clears throat> yeah, excuse me. And I want to thank everybody for sticking with me because I really supposed to drop this episode last week. Uh, but I had some technical difficulties. Then one of my computers went down. So, um, so I'm halfway back there. Uh, I can't have any guests right now, but I will be having some guests real soon. Um, that's going to be coming soon. Uh, and I, one thing I want to say is uh, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. He just passed away, just lost his life. His daughter, Gianna, was with him. He got caught in, um, in a helicopter crash. Helicopter crash excuse me. Uh, and see, the entire country is emotional right now. He's receiving so many tweets uh, right about now. So, shouts out to his family. Salute to his family. I sent the tweet out. I put something on Instagram. So, um, Kobe Bryant is one of the greatest players that ever played in the NBA. Um, He was such a warrior when he played the game. He was straight attack mode, you know. He wouldn't accept nothing else. He's coming at you every play. And that's what you want. When you got somebody, when you playing sports, you want somebody on your team that's in attack mode all the time. He just wouldn't accept failure, and I'm sure he was instilling that in his children. So, shouts out to the um, Bryant family. It's a tragic loss. Kobe Bryant lost his life in a helicopter crash right here on January the 26th, 2020. Uh. But back to this uh, addiction, um, for me, you know, <clears throat> a lot of us come from, you know, poor backgrounds. You know, some of us didn't have anything growing up. But then again, some of us were spoiled going, growing up. So when you spoiled growing up, you expect to keep that going on when you get adulthood. You know, you're addicted to fashion. But when you ain't got nothing, that'd be the first thing you're trying to, trying to do. You're trying to get fresh. <laughs> you try to get fresh. You're trying to get the latest tennis shoes, the latest shirt, the latest jeans, the latest hats. That's the first thing you're going to do. No doubt about it. And what's, what come next? The females. Females come next. So you get a little taste of money. That's baiting you into the addiction but the world is run uh, well I can't say the world is run on money but it really is but capitalistic countries like America it makes you chase after the dollar so everybody is chasing after the dollar Um, but you get a little taste of that you want more and more of that now you're going to the mall now you're getting fresh you're spending hundreds of dollars on outfits and stuff like that and the next thing you're going to do, you're going to start flirting with females because now they are paying attention to you. You know, that's just some of the basic ways how people get addicted to the street life and steady baiting you back in and steady baiting you back in. I got a segment coming up where we're going to be talking about the psychological effect when it comes to addiction. And all this stuff fixed in, fits in with drugs. Like, you really can't put no addiction above no other addiction. 
you know, it's fu it's functioning people that actually use drugs, but they go to work every day, you know. So you get up, you want a cigarette every day. That's no worse than somebody that's got to have a blunt every day. You know, some people get up and they got to have a beer every day, but some people get up, they got to go shopping. You know, you go spend all this money in the jewelry, on this jewelry and stuff. It's not like you're going to get the money that you paid and invested in that piece of jewelry back whenever you try to decide to sell it or you want to get rid of it. I don't know. You may keep it forever. But when you try to get rid of it after you invested all this money into that, that ice and that jewelry and all that stuff, you're not going to get that money back when you're trying to sell it, you know. Most of these jurors know that you're really just getting it for show. They know you're not into the jury business. They know it's not a long-term investment. That's just for today. And I can understand rappers and artists and stuff like that. You know, I can understand them. That's their thing. That's what their audience look for, the, the, the bling bling and all that stuff. But when you're riding around the hood and the streets and stuff like that, you know, you can get a little dangerous nowadays. It's not like back in the days when you could actually ride around flossing with all the jewelry and all this stuff. But jewelry is one thing people spend a lot of money investing in. And they just, unless you really learn about the jewelry, you're really not going to see a return on that particular investment. Status is another thing that people are addicted to. People are addicted to being the biggest baller in the room, the most flashiest in the room. I got the biggest name. That is definitely an addiction. But I'm going to come right back. I'm going to come right back. I'm going to take a little break right now. We're going to come back. Love's going to get you. Addiction to the street life. It's your boy, Sad G. Tell a friend. Hello, family. If you want to become a donor of the Said G Podcast Show, you can click to support this podcast link. Also, you can support by clicking the merchandise link in the description and purchase a Said G Podcast Show t-shirt. Funds will go toward the betterment of this podcast so I can keep giving you guys great content. My ultimate goal is to build a radio station, so your support is very important. Appreciate your family. One love. Speed of life. Fast. It's like walking barefoot over broken glass. It's like jumping rope on a razor blade. All lightning quick. Decisions are made. Lifestyle. Plush. Female. Rush. This high profile personality who earns his pay illegally. Professional. Liar. Schoolboys admire. Young girls desire. Very few live to retire. Cash flow extreme. Dress code supreme. Vocabulary obscene. Definition street player. You know who I mean? The high rollers. Welcome back to the Said G Podcast Show. And of course, I am your host, Said G. Love's going to get you addicted to the street life. And I looked up some information. Of course, you guys can go back and look this up yourself. I got this from the freedomcenter.com. 
And that's some interesting things they said about addiction in here. And I have to I have to agree with it. I can say that I went through some of this stuff myself. Um, but let's let's I'm gonna read some to y'all and then we're gonna carry on. And this is describing a child or a kid. When there is anger, neglect, or inconsistent parenting, the child has no one to depend on. The outside world becomes a punishing, dangerous place. And he or she learns to rely on himself or herself. And I can say that myself. I always say that I raised myself. I always say that. I've been saying that for the longest. And that's why so many people don't understand the youth. And usually from the, the age range nowadays because we got social media and, and all type of platforms that younger children can get just access on the internet. Um, you know, it, it, you say the age is around 10. Usually we'll say between 12 and 15. But today we have to say 10. And they can't understand why so many young people become so emotional to the point where they become over emotional. And that's that inconsistent parenting. That's that love that the child be striving for, be be reaching for, be looking for, and they just don't get it from home. They usually go to the streets and get it. And because that homeboy and that friend, he, he right there at your every beck and call. He's right there every time you need him. And sometimes you just don't get that from your family. You know, so I can wholeheartedly agree with that. Um... Let's carry on. The feelings of not being loved, wanted, or cared for are hidden away. That's exactly what you do. You start hiding those feelings. And of course, when you go out there on the streets, you can't show that you're hurting on the inside when you're out on the streets because now you got to put on this persona that you're this tough guy, you're this gangster, this and that. And then you got the internet helping you feel like that. So, you know. And I can agree with that. And let's carry on. And the lack of connection leads to anxiety, depression, or physical symptoms like insomnia and stomach aches. I went through depression. I went through a lot of abuse when I was younger. And it definitely drove me into depression. I went through that a couple of times in my life. You know, I'm healed right now today. Now that I understand depression. Now that I understand anxiety. That's why I suggest that people go see therapy. I really do. This from a child's perspective. The child gets blamed. Like, I've been getting blamed for things my entire life. Still getting blamed for stuff right now. It's always my fault. I have people that talk negative. Been, I really just noticed they've been talking negatively to my entire life. Yeah, I mean, you have people that's supposed to be close to you. They're supposed to have your back uh, unconditionally. But they can never say nothing nice about you in public. You know, they can't never say anything positive about you in public. They only can bring up your past and all the bad things you did. You know, some people supposed to be motivational factors. They're the exact opposite of that. You know, I've been going through that my whole life. Everything is my fault. I'm the blame. You know. You got people that walk up to me, they they got, got already got predetermined the character. They made up for you and willing to argue back and forth about that character. They just gonna make you take a character. You know, you you really had to stand back. Like this person really don't even know me. 
And then you start looking at the history of you and that person. You started to realize that person never even tried to eat, never tried to even get to know you in the first place. You really look at it. That person never, ever even tried to even get to know you. You know, so I can I can agree with that wholeheartedly. So you get blamed and believes his invalidated feelings are his own fault. That's that's why I started blaming myself. I started believing all the negative stuff people kept beating me down with, you know, so. But I learned today to not even go around that type of environment. And people will try to bait you to sit around that stupidity. That's pure stupidity. So that's all the stuff that drove me to the streets and many other people in the streets. It's that lack of that that intimate love you, you look for. And the streets always got it right there in the beginning. Now you thinking the streets love you And more than likely you stepping out in the streets With people you grew up with The only bad part about that is When money come involved You know you can all become enemies So But let me move on And this section right here Is dealing with the effect on the brain When it comes to addictions And this Um The American Society of Addiction Medicine defines the disorder as a chronic disease that affects the circuits, memory, and rewards. That's interesting. And the psychological impact on the brain, it says the brain processes all pleasurable behaviors by releasing a neurotransmitter called dopamine. The process is meant to promote life-sustaining activities like eating or drinking water. So, you know, there's things in your brains that triggers the, the, the addiction. It's those highs and lows, you know. Once you go through a lot of this stuff, you start replacing your anxiety maybe with shopping. Some people just eat around, eat, eat food when they're feeling anxiety and depression and stuff like that. They just... Sit around eating, they gain gain weight, and then they start having health problems. You know, and people should seek therapy. And most people associate women with shopping. It's, it's right. I mean, sometimes I listen to a woman when it comes to shopping because she can get, she finds all the great deals. She's all about cutting that corner with the coupons and discounts and points, this, 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 and that. She can save you a lot of money. That's for sure. But sometimes people go shopping to the point where they spending their bill money. You know, women spend billions of dollars on on beauty products. So, but people will go shopping and spend all that money, especially when you're hustling on the streets. Now you sitting around, you ain't, you don't have this money in no bank account. You sitting there looking at this money. You know you sitting in this house with all this money. Then you come a day where you just sitting there. The club not open that night. You don't feel like bagging a chick that particular time. It's nothing on TV. You're just sitting there doing nothing. You're like, okay, well, let me go shopping then, you know. And they really get to the point where you buy you buy everything in the mall. You have already bought everything in the mall. So now you got to wait till the next stuff come in. You know. And some people are addicted to sex. You know, look at Harvey Weinstein, what he's going through right now. Look at uh, what happened to R. Kelly. Those type of, you cannot tell me that they were not addicted to sex. They were addicted to sex to the point where they had to start being vicious over it, you know. Look where Bill Cosby at. And I'm not saying these guys are guilty or innocent, but I'm just saying it's just something about that. People are addicted to sex.
you gotta ask yourself will people still love me when I take this chain off my neck will people still love me when I take this iced out watch off my wrist if I take this ring off if I take this bracelet off if I decide not to wear Gucci today I just want to do plain Jane just do me today you have to ask yourself that people get jealous because you got all this stuff that's for real and like I said like when my nephew passed away he didn't die because he was addicted to crack he wasn't he didn't die because he was addicted to lean he died because he was addicted to jewelry he was addicted to floss and he was addicted to balling I mean you riding around with 20 and 30 K in your pocket and you just riding around the hood there's something wrong with that it is definitely something wrong with that and he didn't get a chance to experience humility. That's the thing about all, all that balling, swagging. I'm not saying don't swag. Get your swag on. Get your ball on. When you start being addicted to it, now you got to have the best piece of jewelry. Now you got to have the best of this, the, this, and that. It becomes a competition. People will hate on you. People will get jealous of you. They will try to rob you. And he wasn't a bad guy. I mean, he wasn't out here to hurt nobody. But, you know, he just got caught slipping. The hood is addictive. We're going to, matter of fact, I'm going to come back and take a little break right now. We're going to get into the hood thing. Because that is very addictive. That is one addiction. It took me a long time to break that addiction. It's your boy said, G. Share this episode. Appreciate you. One love, family. Subscribe to the Said G Podcast Show. It's available on all major platforms. Just go to your favorite podcast platform and search for Said G Podcast Show. Share the episodes with your friends. And I would like to hear from you all by leaving your opinion in the comments section. Let's create a community. One love, family. Welcome back, family. As I sit here talking about love's going to get you. The love we have for the street life as we uh, develop all these addictions when it comes to the street life. A lot of stuff is is detrimental. There's so much going on in the world today. Like I said, Kobe Bryant, his daughter, lost their lives today. Uh, president of the United States going under this impeachment, which I don't think he's going to get impeached. Uh, he may stand a chance to even get reelected. So that's some of the stuff that's going on, some of the trending news that's going on right here in America. Love's going to get you. All the love we got for material things, sex, drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, jewelry, you name it. There's so many things you can name when it comes to addiction. But another one, another serious addiction is the hood. I was one addicted to. I got to stop in the hood. I just got to make a stop. It took me some years to stop doing that. Now, you know, knowing that all this 
type trouble like you can just walk outside and get into something you know some of these cities out here you can't even walk to the store you're taking a big risk even walking to the store you can't take your kids outside it's just that dangerous but I was one of those guys that was addicted to the hood I got to go in the hood I got to stop at Hollins knowing such and such ain't is doing something illegal but I'm there I just got to stop over there that's the same thing with my nephew, you know. He just had to stop in the hood. And he ended up getting murdered over there. You know, we get the floss and we got to ride through the hood. We get that bag, we got to be in the hood. We got to hit the hood, so. And, and I'm not saying that the hood is a totally bad thing cause because it's people in the hood that you grow to love. You know, there's some people down there you will love forever. There's some people down there you, you are act like family with them, you know. Everybody love the hood. So I don't claim the, the concrete or the real estate of the hood. I don't love the streets because the love the streets is not gonna love me back. The streets is a dirty game. The streets is a dirty world, you know. And the hood is, is a part of the streets. Nowadays, it's entirely too dangerous to be riding around in the hood and you iced out. You got all this expensive jewelry on. You have no security, you know, thinking everybody loves you. And that's the thing when people putting you up on these pedestal, pedestals, you can't really tell who actually loves you. You're blind to the fact because now you're addicted to the, the status, you know. It's hard to tell who really love you if you're not going through adversity. When you when it come that day where the same thing that was making you laugh, the cash flow and all that stuff, you know, it may come a day where that may dry up. You may run into a brick wall. And we always think we can put money back. Well, I'll just make that back. I'll just make that back. But, you know, a lot of us young, we make a lot of mistakes when we're young, but we count that later on for sure. So the hood is definitely a big addiction, you know. It used to be love down in the hood. I done had my fun in the hood. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun, you know. But I don't think you should. You get to a point where you got to grow up. You got to be more mature, you know. You can take care of your family and stuff like that. But unfortunately, many of us didn't have that, that extra layer when we stepped out of the house. So when I really realized what my nephew was doing, I said, okay, we got a generational thing going on. They doing stuff we were doing 25 years ago, 20 years ago. And they still doing that now. But back then, you can, you can sort of get a ride around like that, you know. But that is definitely one of the... the Women is definitely addicted from a male perspective. And a lot of women, they reap the benefits off the street hustling. Because I know I've kept women hair done. I kept their nails done. Going to the mall, giving them, giving them money and stuff. You know, I, I gave women. I mean, you was right with me. Everything was on me. I paid for everything. They didn't pay for anything. Everything was on me. You know, so women reap the benefits of the street hustle, and then, you know, yeah, it was some balling females out there, too. It was some women out there with some heavy swag. There's women that come in there and shut down the club. You got to get out their way.
They got their swag on for sure. They got the serious ice. There's some balling females out there. They was out there flipping that work. They was selling cocaine and all this type of, all these things, you know. Most of the stuff these men was doing. Some of them were dangerous out there. There's women out there that ran cartels. So, I like to talk about hood so, social politics. When you look at the height of the just the, the crack game, the cocaine game, and all these names, um, BMF is another um, people that uh, person. The guy Big Meech, he's another person that I could say he got caught up in his addictions. You know, when BMF, they, when they're in the club, they they shutting the club down. They spending a hundred grand in the club. They pulling up in the, at the club with the Lambos and the Ferraris and all that. But right now, he, he, he's regretting all that, considering all the time he's getting sitting in the federal penitentiary. Because at the end of the day, everything gonna the blame gonna get put on you. And that's the sad thing. And I wouldn't wish that on nobody. I hope he can soon get out of there, because I don't personally think he should have got that much time. But that's just how the feds work. But he got caught up in his addictions. And so many other people get caught up in the addictions. Like I said, in the height of the, the uh, crack era. Like when I came up, when I was uh, a lot younger, between the 80s and the 90s, and all these names, people make all these documentaries and praise, you know, they got caught up in their addictions. They could have took that money and ran away, but they were so addicted to get that money and power. They were so addicted to that money and power. Until the feds just came around, took every took it took it all from them. Yep, that's a, that's how we get caught up. That's a lot of how so many people get caught up in indictments. That's their addiction. They just can't quit. Many of them people should have moved from their cities and stuff like that. You know, but you're in the same surrounding, the same old cycle, the same old addiction. Addicted to that money. I got to get it. But it could some, you know, everybody may run into a wall. You just try to do what you can not to run into that wall. When it dries up, this certain situation dries up, and no money is coming from that source. But it's hard to break these addictions. And for me, the way I broke the addiction, I had to move out of my environment totally. I had to tar start over and have a whole clean slate. Now I'm, now I'm sitting here talking to y'all lovely people out there in this world that's checking out this show. So, y'all think y'all need therapy for your addictions, whether you're addicted to gambling, addicted to domestic violence, addicted to shopping, sex, bad food. You know, just go get some therapy. Let's go get some therapy. I'm sure it's some 1-800 numbers you can call. I'm sure it's something in your local cities that will help you with this problem. I want to thank y'all for listening to this episode. Be looking for my next episodes coming up. I got Relationships in the Hood. That's coming up soon. Uh, Religion in the Hood. That's coming up soon. I want to send a shout out to France. I really love you guys out there in France. You keep listening to this show. Tell a friend. And shouts out to 
my friends out there in Australia. They had shown me so much love on their blog site, and I want would like everybody to go check their blog site out. Greg, go look it up right quick. Uh, I told them I would definitely get them a shot on, on the next show, so bear with me for one second. It's called Socially Unacceptable. Shouts out to the blog site, Socially Unacceptable. They represent Australia. I want to thank everybody. One love, fam.
man guns at my four-man crew. They shot down one. 